We will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. To this sound. To this sound. To this sound. Well, hello there, it's your host Andy and you are listening to 23rd episode of Artsy Audio Podcast on air every other Sunday. If you like electronic music but especially German bass, then you came to the right place, so thanks for tuning in. Always smiling, always happy and always spreading great energy. That's how I view Marky, so even before I started making this episode, I knew there's gonna be a lot of great stories coming out of this one. And there were. If you are curious to hear how he for example had to sold his skateboard in order to buy DJ equipment, stay tuned as I will talk about this and much more after the first mix. Now though, it's time to set the mood with some Brazilian drum and bass. We like it, I like it, you like it too. In our MCs on a wax support the movement crew. See all I know is this tune tears up not many you So anytime we're around this is what we do
Marco Antonio da Silva, aka DJ Marky, is a 45-year-old DJ and producer born and raised in Sao Paulo, Brazil. It was his dad who first brought music to his life by playing various instruments like guitar, mandolin or bass guitar, introducing him to genres such as jazz and soul music. Little Marky got really keen on the music, his parents however wanted to play it on the safe side, making sure he studies hard in order to get a proper job, so being an artist was not a choice. Well, at least for now. When Marky was about 8, he saw a video of the drummer from the group The Police showing his mastery and it blew his mind straight away. That's when he knew he also wanted to be a drummer or simply do something with music. Unfortunately, his parents didn't have the money to put him in a music school, so he was definitely a frustrated musician. But as any loving mom would do, she said if he's going to do well in school, she'll buy him records. So, every time he brought good notes, she would bring new music. It was a strategy that kept him focused on school, but the power of music was much, much stronger. About two years later, that would make him around 10, I think, he witnessed a DJ performance for the first time ever. He quickly caught up and started doing parties in his house for his school friends, putting his music system consisting of turntable, receiver and tape deck to the real test. It was around that time he started to listen to more local radio. Around 10 pm they would air a mix show that really spiked his curiousness. He kept asking himself how is it even possible to put tracks one after another with no break and no change in speed like that and decided he has to learn it himself. With the idea securely planted in his mind he was skating around this recently opened club close to his house. He noticed there was a guy cleaning the premises, not paying too much attention, so Marky quietly sneaked in, looked at the equipment and thought, shit, this is what I need, man. So he sold his skateboard and bicycle and got one reel-to-reel tape machine for himself. His friend had another and he started to learn how to mix on those at first. It wasn't until later that he found out about Technics turntables, but as these were a little more expensive, it would take him ages to be able to afford them, so he went with two terrible bell drive turntables for the time being. And yeah, you got it right my dear listeners, Marky started to DJ when he was around 10 or 12, crazy innit? As he grew older and saved some more cash thanks to some shitty jobs, he finally could afford the techniques and started entering scratching competitions, trying to mix as many tracks as possible into 5 minutes. The prize was getting to play in a club, so quite a motivation right there. He eventually got to play an ongoing gig at one particular club. The owner watched him sequencing the same set of tracks every week to the crowd, trying to get it perfect, up to the point where the people in the club knew exactly what sequence was coming, so the boss fired him. There was a big lesson to be learned. The DJ's job is to teach the crowd about the good music. The skills are important, but it's really about the tunes. So that day, Marky stopped practicing. A little note from me for those who haven't seen Marky's performance yet. Like if scratching would have been hard enough by itself, you can often catch him scratching while holding the turntables upside down. No kidding. Just look up Marky upside down on YouTube and see for yourself. It's a little hard to describe with words. Back to the story now. As he was getting deeper into the DJ world, it wasn't all about drum and bass since the beginning, quite the opposite actually. He was playing techno, house or hip hop, so he always had a really varied style. Only after that he slowly started to move towards jungle. Thanks to this wide music knowledge of his, he got an offer to work in a record shop where they used to sell both normal records and bootlegs. He started to discover UK music but had a really hard time getting any new pieces as it wasn't so popular locally and at the time you could only get the records mostly from the US. 
It wasn't until 1992 when the Prodigy made the Experience album. That's when the breakbeat scene really blew up locally and allowed for easier access to new stuff. Over the next few years, with the new genre on rise and his skills improving, he gained more opportunities and popularity, moving on to a high-profile residency at then-legendary Toka Club, rammed with 5,000 clubbers every week. He started to host various radio stations, both mainstream and underground, and his success at the time culminated in the mid-90s with a massive drum and bass slash jungle compilation released on UK's suburban bass records. Marky was then awarded as DJ of the Year in Brazil in the years 95 and 96 and was a runner-up in 1998. Soon after, his skills were brought to the attention of the English DJ Brian G, head of V Recordings, who saw Marky playing in a club in Sao Paulo and visiting the city. He saw something different in how he was playing and that energy he was bringing with him was unmissable. Brian asked him to come to play to London, but at first Marky said no, as he wanted to be at home and stay comfortable. Brian, however, kept pushing until Marky finally decided to go. Now in the UK, he got the chance to play at one of Movement's London vs Bristol parties at Maze, where he was thrown in at the deep end, playing the Bristol room as a total unknown. In true Marky fashion, he tore the roof off, to the point where after he said he had to go into the London room and play again, just to prevent a riot. All in all, it was probably a good decision to come to the UK, as it resulted in Marky being awarded as the best new DJ by the British critics in 1999, getting a residency at the club movement, a subsequent residency at the N Club, taking over the essential mix for the UK's BBC Radio 1 in 2004, and even getting his own resident night, Marky and Friends, in the club fabric. More exposure obviously brought more opportunities and he would travel back and forth between the UK and Brazil and obviously tour all over the world. His production career didn't lag behind with releases on every top label including V Recordings, Moving Shadow, Soul R, CIA and of course his own imprint Inneground Records, which was established in 2003. Inneground has been primarily a vehicle for Marky's own output, but has also become a hotbed for great music by new and established talent, including the likes of Calibre, Total Science or Logistics, and by 2012 they already had 50 releases under their belt. In addition to his production, he's also known for his mixed CD compilations, where the whole album would usually be mixed into one set. These would include pieces like The Brazilian Job, Work in the Mix or Fabric Live, with release dates spanning from the late 90s up to 2017, featuring tracks from all the biggest names you can imagine, such as Marcus Intellects, London Electricity, Edrush and Optical, Shy FX, John B and many many more. It wasn't all about EPs and mixes only though, as there's also an album of his own. In 2015, as he was walking his dog, no I made it up, sorry, I just really like dogs. So during this year, he started to wonder about all these records he got in his house and came to an idea, why not to start sampling them? The initial inspiration for his first, and so far the only, LP came from a deeply personal space. He had the cover in his mind sooner than the music actually, a picture of his mom and dad. Marky lost his dad three years ago at this point and always wanted to do something for his parents. They bought him so many records, he was so surrounded by good music, so he really wanted to give back. And his mom didn't even know she's going to be on the cover, as it was a surprise he was planning. When he started to work on it, he made like 5 or 6 tracks in a week, catching the vibe really quick. He mentioned that the album was also largely inspired by Marcus' intellects. 
Marcus was a huge inspiration and a grand friend of his, giving him opportunities to play at many events that marked the heights of his career and would even give him tunes before the official releases, making this period one of the best times in Marcus' life. I think it's also worth mentioning that as this album came from the heart, all of his friends who worked on it refused any payments whatsoever. They heard the tunes and simply just wanted to be a part of it. Let me finish with this great quotation for Marky on performing. I can't play a tune just because people are saying it's big or it's by a big name producer. If it got some vibe and I feel it's right for the time of the night and the way the crowd are reacting, then I will play it. How simple, isn't it? Let me send some of the vibe your way now.
So, there you have it. You heard the story and you know the music. 10 out of 10 would listen again. And don't forget, Artsy Audio is also an online platform trying to bring you all the freshest news from the world of drum and bass. So check out Artsy Audio on Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram or artsyaudio.com if that wouldn't be enough. I'd like to thank every single one of you at the other side of the microphone. It really does mean a lot and I'm happy you could have been here with me today. This was the 23rd episode of Artsy Audio Podcast on DJ Marky and I hope to see you in two weeks sharp. You've listened to Artsy Audio Podcast, a bi-weekly electronic music show hosted by Andy. See you on Sunday in two weeks sharp. Done.